Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Oh, I spritzed my throat. Ugh. Uh, how you so what hey everybody <laughs> hi everyone <laughs> i forgot i forgot my name is david bell uh my name is tom ryman and we just watched his house his house his house whose house in the, his house his house it's a house there's a house movie mm-hmm congratulations you're being released as asylum seekers, not as citizens, not yet. You will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Whether or not you're good people, it's not me that needs convincing. It's a palace. This entire house is just for us. It's gonna be nice, you're gonna be happy. As long as you can get along, fit in, be one of the good ones. This is uh, this is on the Netflix. Uh, this is a horror movie, which you know it's not Halloween, but that's never stopped us before. That's uh, true. Yeah, really, every is, day is Halloween if you want it to be. Right. If you dress like a Frankenstein, every day is Halloween. That's I dress true. every day. Every day. Yeah. Some day. Some days I go for more trendy Frankenstein. Sure. Like I'll get. Like I'll, a, I'll do like a fade, but it'll still be the flat top. Yeah, or you could be like, uh, you know, um, Aaron Eckhart. You can be like an I Frankenstein right, type. Right, I could be like Yo Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this got great reviews, so we watched it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, people. We'll probably watch Possessor as well. I'm excited for both of those movies. Uh, what, did, what did you think of his house, Tom? Um, I thought it was really good. I super liked this movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. This is, okay. We've talked about this before. When you have a slow burn, bigger meaning horror movie, a movie that's about something else, Mm -hmm. um, it tends to, like, it's very easy for those movies to forget to be horror movies. Some of them are more, yeah. yeah, some of them are more dramas. I went into this movie expecting it to be a movie that's, because, um, as the trailer shows, the the main characters are immigrants into London, uh, specifically refugees from refugees, the South, South sorry, Sudan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I assumed this movie would be, I guess, more about what it, that experience of being a refugee is like, which it is. Yes, um, but yeah. it's not. It's not like. I guess what I'm getting at is this is a lot more of a horror movie than I thought it would be, Mm -hmm. and the horror in it was fucking good. Yeah, there's some wild shit in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's a horror movie first, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, more than anything else. And in fact, it's more about guilt, I would say. The movie movie is being... Yeah, it's about survivor's guilt. Yeah, survivor's guilt. It's about uh, what happened to these people. We're going to spoil the shit out of this if yes, you haven't figured yeah, that out. Yeah. We always do, but there it is. Yeah. Just just uh, flopping that down on the table. Yeah, flopping that spoiler log flopping, on the table. Flopping that dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this uh, that, is... Um, that, that Swiss colony spoiler log. 
Yeah. This is two refugees coming from a very violent situation mm-hmm. who uh, are are coming into London and they get a uh, flat, as they call them, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're in like which a probationary. Make any sense. Well, they're in like a probationary period of being accepted right. into the country. No, I mean the term. The oh, term, the term flat. flat? No, that's dumb. Uh, it's yeah. a box. It's a square. Um, Chips? Yeah, they're, they're fucking fries, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Anyway. Yeah, it's fucking weird. They just, um, I, yeah, I'm, pretty sure, a, I'm pretty sure British slang doesn't exist. They just make it up to, to just blow all of our minds. They could. Yeah. If they wanted we to. We would never know. We'd never yeah. know. Um. It. Uh. Yeah, so they're, uh, yeah, like you said, they're on probationary, so it's like we're going to give you this place. We're going to give you a certain amount of money. You can't work. Uh, you can't, uh, you know, they no, can't like the, do anything. Yeah. The, the rules are very funny when he's just like, they start where he's like, no parties. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. And they're like, no, like playing ball, no playing. Like it like reduces to like basic things uh, where it's just like no fun. Yeah. It's the movie doesn't, I mean, this is there throughout, but the movie doesn't really focus on it past the first act. But yeah, there it's it's it it really demonstrates how people in this situation are treated like criminals. Right. They that's again. It's not the point of the movie. It's just in the movie. Yes. Um, which is that they're treated like they did something wrong. Yeah. From the start, mm-hmm. and they're treated with great indifference well a combination of indifference and a little bit of compassion and a little bit of people who just don't know what to say like yeah i i knew somebody who was a refugee and like i would sit around with him and get high Mm -hmm. and i talk about like my childhood and i'd be like yeah when i was 16 this and he'd be like oh when I was 16, my uncle got beheaded, but that sounds cool. And it's just like, oh. Yeah. Like, what do you say? What do you say yeah. to that? <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, exactly. What do you say to that? And the answer is like, you just go, Jesus. There you go. Holy uh, shit. That sucks. Glad, yeah. glad you got out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so like, it's that where like, she goes to the doctor at one point and the doctor just can't <laughs> like, can't relate no. Where she's asking her, she's like, oh, those, those scars on you are pretty. Cause they're like in a design. And then she yeah. explains that like, yeah, th- that's the, uh, that's the tribe yeah. on this side. That's the tribe on the other. And they were both killing each other. So I marked myself with both mm-hmm. to survive. Yeah. And, and then she's she, and then just she like, mentions her daughter and she's like, oh, I've got a daughter too. You should get her registered yeah. and bring her in for a checkup. And she's like, she drowned when we yeah. were uh, c- crossing the ocean. <laughs> doctor's like all right i mean i guess fuck me then yeah uh, like i can't no <laughs> that's, no but that's, it, it, yeah that's an important thing in the very beginning we see that as they're crossing the ocean to uh the uk i assume um a bunch of people fall overboard and they lose their uh like 13 year old daughter she's around there yeah um they lose their daughter she drowns yeah and so it's it's the dynamic is that the husband he kind of he's like ready to assimilate he is ready to push past everything he wants it's his house he wants a house he wants he wants to start living yeah he keeps saying this is our home and it's yeah that's uh, the other it's primarily about survivor's guilt and each the he and his wife represent two different aspects of it um yes but there's also an element of like 
he very much wants to assimilate and be assimilated and she's resisting because she feels like it's betraying her family and her culture and where she came from and Uh, we see that in like when he goes out it's lit bright uh the world is friendly he has a great experience when he goes out yeah and then she gets lost in this like horrible maze of apartments and these three asshole teenagers like ridicule her and tell her to go back to africa right like their experiences definitely reflect that yeah right and it's shot in a way that's surreal too Mm -hmm. is she goes around a corner and there's a kid kicking a ball and then you see her she goes back and she goes around and there's what appears to be the same kid Mm -hmm. kicking the ball and it's like a maze yeah it's like a fucking wizard's labyrinth yeah yeah and he's having a great time. Yeah. He's out yeah, there he, like, like, it's fucking like wave- going to the bar. Right. He gets waved into a pub and like starts singing along with everybody in there yeah. watching a soccer game. And then he goes to like, he goes to like a target or something and it's so brightly lit. Yeah. And he ends yeah, up buying like clothes. Yeah, you're thankful to see it. Yeah. He ends up buying clothes to look exactly like one of the people in the advertisements on the wall. Right. And he doesn't fa- take them off for the rest of the movie. Yeah, one of my favorite details, and this could have been, this might not have been in the script. Um, I don't know. I, I, it just would have been funny if it wasn't. Is the security card follows him? Oh, I didn't notice um, that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. The security card. It's 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 one of those things where I wonder if he was just on set and they were like, you know what? Let's add something here. He like like he like he's checking out a pretty lady. He's just like, oh shit. And like rubbernecks this guy and then slowly starts following him. And you can see him in the background. Just oh, yeah, I didn't watching notice him. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, ah, you racist fuck. Yeah, again, it's not it's not the point of the movie. And that's what's interesting about this is that it it isn't, it isn't, because the world is aggressive towards them because they're yeah. they're they're not you they're in a strange land. Everything is unfamiliar. And so everything's a little cruel around them, and they've been told like you can't do anything. You mm-hmm. can't really exist yet. Yeah, don't do anything or we'll deport you. Yeah. And so uh, that is a factor in it, and it's a great setting for a horror because it makes a situation where it's like, it feels dystopian. You know, it feels like no yeah. one can help them. And they're, it's they're like, go ahead. Oh, it's like in the mouth of madness almost, where you're in this world there, like every twist and turn, because there's like the neighbor, that lady yeah and and it's like is she in on it or is she just a racist i think she's just uh, a racist as it turns right, out but yeah but they make it so like in between where it's like just n- there's no one to go to yeah like the premise is um their house is haunted yeah like um, super haunted like super haunted um like crowded yeah like <laughs> too yeah, haunted just way haunted just really really just lousy with ghosts right they're um, all waiting at the bathroom door in yeah. a line and they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Because if they make the slightest waves, they'll get deported. Right. It also has like kind of uh, the Shining vibes. Very much so, yeah. He starts kind of getting emotionally and psychologically affected by the ghost. Oh, she does too. She does too, but, but, in but a he seems way. to become... Yeah, he seems like he's becoming like aggressive. Like at one point, he, he, he traps them in the house. Sort of. He doesn't do a very good job of it, and I thank the movie for pointing that out when she easily gets out later. Yeah. He, like, knocks the doorknobs off of everything, and I was like, well, you can still figure that out, but sure. Yeah. Makes it harder. Um, Yeah, the ghosts are more aggressive towards him, which manifests in his behavior, and it turns out it's because the ghosts 
are part of, she tells a story about this. It's like a folk tale from where she grew up about this dude who stole from a bunch of people because he wanted a home of his own. And then uh, inadvertently steals from this witch, this like uh, crazy witch dude with powers who then haunts him for the rest of his life and slowly drives him insane until he completely destroys him. Right. And um, so that ends up being what is happening here uh, is that he's being targeted by this entity that's tormenting him with, with ghosts of everyone that died on the boat. Um, Cause a bunch of people fell over and drowned. <clears throat> right. And like, this is the other part is um, the movie makes you think it's just about trauma. Uh it's survival's guilt in a very literal sense because mm-hmm. it's also guilt. Yeah. Because we, what we learn is that they did something you would, you could argue is very immoral in order to survive. Yes. Uh, but it, you, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I would have done <laughs> differently. Uh, and I guess we'll. It's the reveal of the movie, but the it's that the the daughter that she lost isn't actually her daughter. No. It's a girl, a little girl where they were escaping and they need to get on a bus and people are coming and shooting. It's like, get on this bus or you're going to die. And they're, and they're just like, I'm sorry, only children. And so he fucking, he pulls a Titanic, that guy, the Billy Zane. He pulls, he pulls a Billy, a Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah. He Billy Zanes it and he picks up a kid and he's like, I have a kid. And then him and his wife get on. And as they're on the bus, they see the actual mother like looking for her kid and the girl screaming for his mother and they and they have to drive off and it is fucking horrifying. Yeah. Uh, and then the mother is killed as they're drived off. I believe it's, you no, can't no, her see it. No, I, I thought I saw her fall. She falls, but I, I think she just tripped cause she's running after oh, the bus. Yeah. I don't think she, but I mean, they were, she most certainly got killed. Yeah. But like, people were running into the village and, and shooting everything up. So. And so then the wife makes a promise of like, look, kid, we really, we really screwed you over here. Uh, so I, I promise I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. And then she drowns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we didn't do anything right by this kid. No. We really, we really uh, messed up with this kid. So like, it's, it's the idea of like doing something out of desperation mm-hmm. to survive and then surviving and then dealing with the fact that you did that thing. Exactly. Uh, and it's it's very good. It's a combination of... You, Tom, did you see Under the Shadow, by the way? I haven't. I feel like Under the, Sha- Under the Shadow is not the same like guilt stuff, but it's about a woman um, in Iraq, in, in Tehran, sorry, in Tehran in the in the 80s mm-hmm. and part of it is like she's being haunted by a ghost and she literally can't get in a car. <laughs> like she can't drive away because they're like, you can't drive. Um and so like it's that it's again that where it's this person who's sort of trapped by the society around her this war-torn area where she just has to stay inside because she if she goes outside there's bombs dropping and shit uh it's it's a very interesting film mm-hmm. uh but it reminded me of this because it's again them like it's like it's what it is is it reminds me of like the thing where it's like you can't go outside you'll freeze mm-hmm. and here it's like you can't go outside you'll get deported to something that's even worse uh so there it's like a social uh or government pressure or legal pressure it's interesting hmm. 
it's a cool way of doing that, right? Of yeah. doing like isolation. Right. They're yeah. Where they're, like they're compelled to be in the house. They they can leave if they want, but like everything's riding on this house. Yeah. Uh so yeah, where um so the ghosts, the ghosts start haunting. <laughs> yeah. And they're in the walls. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, he starts he starts obsessively stripping the wallpaper off and then like bashing holes in the wall. Yeah. This um, was the p- point by the way where I realized cuz I don't know about you like that first scare where it's the woman behind him. Uh-huh. That was great because everything leading up into that point felt like a typical horror film. Like he puts his head against the wall mm-hmm. and then it's like I'm watching like oh there's going to be a loud bang and there's a loud bang. And you know, and I started like losing my faith in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no!" And then he bends down and he's looking in this hole. And the normal thing to do is have a jump scare from the hole, but then like the camera just kind of pivots and you see that there's a woman laying right next to him, uh, <laughs> and she's got the scariest fucking face, and it's like a, a oh yeah ha. And that's when I was like, I was so into it at that point. Yeah, there's a couple of moments like that. Like the first night they're in the house when he, the wallpaper slides off and there's a hole. Yeah. And he starts pulling on this rope that turns into like a a vine of seaweed. And he's just frantically pulling this endless rope. Um, And it keeps cutting to a shot uh, head on of him. And you can see behind him, there's something walking towards him in, in the darkness. Um. And you never see what it is. Like, it never turns into a jump scare. Like, no. it, it's just, it. and another shot, it's just gone. The cinematography in this is great. Yeah, all the because, colors are awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes, the colors and the framing is like, um, kind of not, it's not the same framing as it follows, but how it follows almost, so many shots are designed to make you feel uneasy because you feel like there's something there. Mm-hmm. This is the same, is that a lot of the shots are like they all feel like shots that something bad could happen in the within the frames of the shots and so i always felt uneasy even if nothing happens Mm -hmm. um i love love the ocean stuff where he's eating Mm -hmm. that was so that was awesome yeah it's in the middle of a conversation they're having too which is what's cool well that's part of what's cool like he walks in on um rial uh which is the wife's name um, and his name is Bull. Um, Bull Real. He walks in and she's sitting at the table talking to nobody. Um, right. And then they sit down and they start to have dinner and they have a conversation where she's like, the ghosts are telling me that they can bring our daughter back and that I should be afraid of you. Um, and they have this like tense conversation and then he gets pissed and just starts f- f- furiously eating his dinner uh, and then it slowly pans out to reveal that she's not there anymore. And a little segment of his kitchen is just sitting in the middle of the ocean against yeah. like this burnt orange sky as he's furiously eating his dinner. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's an is awesome that, scene. Is that when thing, does shit come out of the water in that part or yeah. later? Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. he, that's, he looks up and he hears the, uh, the monster coming towards him and then he looks down and he can see all the bodies of the people that fell off the boat underneath him and then he falls over what, well one of them looks at him and yes that, it's like it's one of those things where it's like people listening probably feel like they've seen that before but the makeup effects or whatever the effect was on the face it was like i've never seen that before yeah it looked That's, really good yeah, yeah it, it reminded me of like 
something like the witches like an <laughs> old like yeah. something that would traumatize me it made me feel like a traumatized child because it brought me back to like that that type of imagery um or like john carpenter's the fog mm-hmm. like it had that very like monster feel to it as well yeah uh, like the ghouls ghouls because they're all fucked up from the ocean and they yeah they start rising up and the it, the shots are so beautiful uh and creepy. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, really creepy movie. Yeah, it's it's it. Man, we talked about it, but like the color scheme inside yeah. the house and then outside is really great. I love. Um, that's one of the details. That's I think not in this dinner scene. It's before she eats with her hands. He eats with a fork. Yes. Uh, because again, he wants to assimilate. She says, "Like all I can taste is the metal." Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, uh, from the canned foods. Yeah. And he's like, you'll get used to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that, uh, the stuff on the ocean, um, yeah, all the ocean stuff is rad. (laughs) Yeah. It it really like, I, nobody needs to remake the fog. We know that already. Oh, we've seen that. Yeah. But if someone should, it's this director, I think. Uh, because a lot of the imagery kind of reminded me of the aesthetic of the fog. The mm-hmm. the, the boogans are very like ghostly, but zombie like. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they they you spend you do see them clearly, but they spend most of the time as silhouettes in the dark. Yes, uh, which is very, um, which is very fog like. Yes, uh, and then there's little. Uh, yeah, goddamn. Again, all this is this is just a haunted house. It's just we're just go, we're just going having fun. Well, not fun, but you know what I mean. Where it's like it's 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 as basic as horror movies can get. It's just ghosts. Yeah. Um, they they even do the lights out thing. Mm-hmm. But this the talent behind it makes it it really looked like something I hadn't really seen before, or I just hadn't seen in a long time, which is like extreme competence in how to make a horror scene yeah in a haunted house movie yeah uh like like the, the there's a, a part where they're playing with the light switch mm-hmm. and it's uh, they, like they do more than that lights out person does in the entire movie in that one scene yeah uh he's, where he's literally draped with ghosts by the end of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they subvert it within the scene the idea is he keeps he he turns I forget the exact... He's seeing things like walking mm-hmm. in the hallway, and it's yeah. super creepy. And he start one starts walking towards him. He turns on the light. It's gone. And then he can hear it, and he sees like wet footprints on the ground. Yeah. And then he turns off the lights again, like, because he wants to see it. Like, it's... It's... He can't stand the moment. And then he like... It's a slow pan, and then you see it again. And then he turns on the light, and he's freaked out. And that then at one point he looks he turns around and the there's just someone standing there mm-hmm. and they turn off the light so it's like obviously he wouldn't do that again and so you realize oh the lights aren't a rule it's not a rule that they're off that they're only existing because that's they establish a rule of like oh you turn off the lights there they are turn on the and l- then they, lights they're gone and they undercut it in the same scene exactly and so it, it shocks you again because uh, when the lights are on, you f- you feel safe, and then you're not safe. Yeah, uh, I really like that. And then the the ghost of of the of the their quasi their fake daughter 
uh, is wearing this just batshit mask. <laughs> oh, yeah. That mask is wild. <laughs> Where did she find that mask? Oh, who cares? <laughs> Where in the afterlife did she get that fucking maybe, mask? Maybe they hand them out. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're going to haunt somebody? You're going to want this mask. Yeah. They do a good job at... um, And I, I, I think other horror movies accomplish this a lot, but you keep hearing her cry mama mama mm-hmm. yeah and you think it's because it's her daughter mm-hmm. uh but it's not no it's because that's yeah. what she cried out when they took her away from her mom and so it's like a really good subversion of that where it's like that's a, such a typical horror thing to hear is like oh, a little kid crying for his mom or something like that but this is motivated by the survivor's guilt and the very just actual guilt uh it's really fucking cool Mm-hmm. I know I've said it a few times. Yeah. I, it, hmm. I'm worried we're not going to have much to talk about. <laughs> Other than how cool Other this movie is? Other than how cool this is. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so well done. It's well acted. Uh, the, the, the problem the, is... The theme is, is pretty profound, I think. Oh, for sure. Because the way the climax works is basically in order to rid the house of the haunting they both have to confront their guilt which is and it happens in two different ways uh bowl has to accept what he's done because he's been avoiding thinking about it he's he's been denying the reality of it and then he has to finally come to terms with the fact that they abducted a girl uh in order to save he, he abducted a girl in order to save him and his wife and then they couldn't even keep her alive after that. Like he 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 left her to drown in the ocean because we see that Rial is trying to swim out to her, but he but Bull drags her back to the boat, and everybody that fell yeah. off drowns. Um, so he has to come to terms with the fact that he basically let this girl die so that he and his wife could live. Um, right. and that and that. In the movie, it, it, it involves him. He finally, because the ghost is trying to convince Bull to kill himself, and in the at the same time, it's trying to convince Rial to kill him, because it wants him to pay the debt of of the death of the girl. So he finally decides to just cut his arm open and be like, "All right, fine." Uh, to because yeah. again, he's motivated by trying to keep Rial safe. It's yes. like everything he does is sort of that motivation. So he's like, fine, I'll do this. I'll address what I've done, um, and I'll accept it. I'll stop denying it. I'll stop running from it. Meanwhile, Rial gets transported back to... uh, She's in like a classroom or something with a bunch of other women. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, she's hiding in a cupboard because they came in and shot everybody else. They also, the way they do the scene is... Um, it's really good. Yeah. She's talking to them. There's a sequence with them, and it's like, it's not really them, and she knows it. Yeah. And then they show, um, and it's part of them showing what happened to them mm-hmm. with the little girl, is they show her getting out of a cupboard. Mm-hmm. And, and then Bull and comes shows, in, yeah. Yeah, and he's, and you see the way she's looking at it before you see what it is. Mm-hmm. And then as they're leaving, the camera pans across, and you just see all the people shot to death. Yeah. Uh, it's horrific. Yeah. She, and then they are like, she asked them, where's my daughter? How do I get her back? And they keep saying who, what? And it's, right. and it's because she never had a daughter. Um, and like she eventually, what she has to do is, is let these people go basically. Yeah. 
Well, um, there, it's both because at the very end, the last scene is um, we haven't even talked about that. There's uh, Skynet's in this. Oh, Matt Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking most doc- famously Doctor- is Skynet. Doctor Whom. Yeah, uh, and like he's he at one point he's their, he's their lo- caseworker essentially. Yeah, there's a great scene where he comes in and he's like. He's just like, we ha- we need a new house. Uh, and they're like, why? And he's like, rats. And there's this great scene where he like, they keep being like, they sort of interrogate him. Yeah. And it becomes clear, like, it's not really rats. And he knows he can't say ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and he's holding a drink. And then you hear this glass break. And you realize he's squeezed the drink so hard it broke. Yeah. He, cr- and so, he crushed the glass in his hands. Yeah. So he's like his caseworker is kind of like we'll be following up with you soon yeah and then at the very end after the we haven't really gotten to it i guess we should wait yeah it's basically real comes out of her experience like accepting that these people are gone and it's not her fault yeah and that by continuing to live she's not betraying them or dishonoring them right um and continuing to live in London because she's like, we should go back. We don't belong here. But it's like if they go back to South Sudan, right. they'll, they'll probably get killed. Because there's a um, feeling of that her the culture, her upbringing is being uh, erased. Erased. Mm-hmm. He burns all her stuff. Right. Yeah, he um, does, because he's he like, it's, it's cursed. cursed. Yeah. And she's like, that's my father's. And yeah. it's 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 part of it is like, yeah, what the the her heritage mm-hmm. is going away. Yeah. Um, which is also upsetting. And so, yeah, it feels she doesn't want to move on. Yeah, but like assimilating into another culture doesn't mean that your heritage goes away. And it's not like. Well, that's, I think, what she learns. That's, but like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what the she, feeling. Right. That's, her, that's what she's feeling. And that's the hurdle she has to overcome is that she's not betraying her family by Be- moving to a place where she can exist in peace. Right. Because she's immediately met with racism yep. from those teenage boys. Those also, they say they say repeatedly, Matt Smith does, try to be one of the good ones. Yeah, try to be one of the good ones. Yeah, Try to fit in. It's, try to be nice. Yeah. It's um, so, and, so frustrating because it's like, right. why are you treating us like criminals? <laughs> right. Well, and the interesting thing is his character, he's not saying it to be racist. He's saying it because he's been a caseworker so much that he's like desensitized yeah. and probably beat down by the system. And he's like, look, just don't cause any trouble mm-hmm. uh, because it'll just make this go better for you. I just want this to go better for you. But of course the it's, yeah, they're being treated like criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, she's sort of rejecting that because it is like, like he says, I used to be a banker. Mm hmm. You know, like they, it's that where as refugees, it's just everything is stripped away from them. Yeah. All their belongings are in two plastic bags. Yep. And that's their entire lives now. And then that gets, he burns it. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. And so it's about, it's also, I think, about that, like losing your past. Yeah. And having to start completely over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. And yeah. And at the end, they, uh, the, the, the witch comes out. Who, uh, by the way, is played by uh, Javier Botet, I think is the pronunciation. You would know him as the hobo in It, the new one. Mm -hmm. The crooked man in The Conjuring. Just anytime you see a skinny, a skinny fucker. Yeah, it's either him or or Doug Jones. 
Yeah, he is the Slender Man, so that's something to be yeah, happy sure. About. That's that's a that's a good thing to have on your yeah. resume for sure. He played it. He was a xenomorph, morphin alien. He was in Alien Covenant. Uh, he was in Wreck. Uh, you know, skinny motherfucker in Wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is just uh, it's a costume actor, very talented one. He was all up in Crimson Peak. Anytime, yeah. Um, but the, this witch comes out and starts like digging into his flesh, mm-hmm. uh, and and she leaves the room because she feels like it has to happen. Right? They both have accepted like you'll get this little girl back if this witch like gets all up in your guts. Uh, and like, what's what's the witch getting out of it? Uh, it's just if according to that story she tells, it's just he's. Uh, looking to settle a cosmic debt i guess i mean it's just it's just meant to represent his guilt yeah i think the witch gets off on it i Probably, think the witch yeah. is like look oh, i the, can bring the, this the, the witch is is throbbing he's just turgid yeah he's like i can bring this child back from the dead mm-hmm. but i'm i'm gonna have to get to like torture one mm-hmm. of you which he's absolutely uh, cannot bring the kid back from the dead no <laughs> Uh, well, we don't know because uh, I mean because, I'm sure it's lying. <laughs> like, well, we I'm just saying we don't know. That's true. Because we don't know. She comes up from behind and stabs <laughs> the witch, which s- slices its throat. I guess is a thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, the uh, then the next day, uh, Matt Smith comes. They've patched up the walls. They're looking like they're just standing there, like yeah, everything's fine now. And they're yeah. like okay. Are you, uh, all right. Um, and then we see that they say something like, this is our house. This is our home. This is our home. And, and then he says, we see that you're sur- Yeah. They're, oh. Your ghosts follow you. They live with you. Yeah. And they show that they're just surrounded by people, uh, which I don't think they're literal ghosts in that sense, but no, cause they're not scary anymore in this scene. They just look yeah. like people, but we know they're ghosts and it's just like, yeah, this is, it's part of it. Like that's always going to that guilt's always going to be there. Yeah. But it's such you a, have to like face it and work through it. Right. Um, it's just, it's so it's, it's, it's like, it's a parable. It's just like, it's really simple. Um, meaningful story mm-hmm. that they chose exactly the right people to use. Um, refugees, in this strange world mm-hmm. who had to do anything to survive. Uh, it's 90 minutes and it's just about that one thing. It yep. doesn't go, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's hyper-focused, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very uh, much so. There are very few characters in it. Yeah, and it works so well. That's why I'm like, I really like this movie. Yeah, it was really it might well be done. One of, yeah, it might be one of my favorite horror movies of the year. Um, it, it's just because, again, the horror imagery, like, it got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part where she looks up or he looks up and through all the... It's her. She looks up through the holes in the walls and there's just all these motherfuckers staring at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God damn it. Like, there's a lot of that where it was just like these little bits of images where I was just like, ah, yeah, yeah, it yeah. got me. That one got me. Some of it wasn't, it didn't all do that, but like, um, there's, and I think it comes from originality more than anything else is that there's, 
shots in here like we mentioned the fog where it's like yeah it, it comes from something uh but like for example the that shot with them all looking through the holes in the wall i never really seen anything like that can you think of a comparison in horror um there's some there's old, a, like black christmas there's a couple of shots like that but like oh through the door, through yeah, the door yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah no again there's variations mm-hmm. i think of um candy man mm-hmm. there's a lot of that aesthetic and the holes in the wall and going through but like it's that specific shot in so many faces uh and there, it's just like there's something almost spider-like about it mm-hmm. because they're in they're like infesting the walls in this weird way throughout the movie yeah well he's um, it's yeah he's he at one point says the house has it's vermin and rats and it's, it's vermin, like not yeah entirely incorrect it's it's just it's infested with ghosts <laughs> yeah it's got a ghost problem you got to get uh, you a whole of lot of ghosts, ghosts in there get venkman in there mm-hmm. he'll do he'll do he'll you know he'll spray it down he'll slime it uh, yeah there's just it's it's not like the most uh, original thing i've ever seen it's just like oh for ghost stuff for the imagery it just really it it really scratched that itch yeah it was good yeah, it's not like something like it follows, where it's like we're inventing a whole new villain, uh, which is cool too. I mean, that's a big deal. It's just like we're gonna do a very quaint, simple ghost story, where it's like, yeah, they're ghosts. Uh, the dead people they come out at night. They're creepy, uh, and they just nail it. They just knock it out of the park. Again, I think so. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. Um, it's uh, really, really good yeah and this director by the way uh first feature length really okay yeah that's again this is part of why i'm excited about it because mm-hmm. i'm like fuck this is a whole career yeah <laughs> uh i'm ex- i'm so excited mm-hmm. uh for the next movies that this person's gonna do mm-hmm. yeah for uh, sure yeah so uh, i don't know yeah i'm not sure what else to say other than that this movie is awesome <laughs> check it i mean you should it's watch on it netflix. it's on netflix you don't have to pay anything extra yeah it's what well all right How, is there a better did you like a horror movie better this year than this movie um, i guess is my question I mean, I'm, I'm also asking that to myself, for the record. I mean, Color Out of Space really, really hit hit me where I needed to be hit. Oh, you're right. They're they're such different movies. They're, yeah, they're they're very very different. Like it's, I know it technically is one. Color Out of Space is like it doesn't feel like a horror movie. It feels like it's a whole new genre, just called awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's like the awesome genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else was this year? Relic was pretty good. Relic was decent. Yeah, it's about old old people. Old people. Um, the turning. Everybody loves the turning. The turning. <laughs> uh, Sputnik was not a horror movie. Um, Invisible Man was that this year? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, Invisible Man and this, I would put uh, r- right neck and neck, and um, fucking the thing you just said, color out of space. Color out of space. Yeah. And I hope Possessor will join will join in i mean why wouldn't it i assume it would yeah i when did this come out by the way because it feels like uh this movie came out like a week or two ago yeah october 30th felt like we had a bad halloween for horror movies um i don't remember what else came out exactly yeah 
And so maybe I'm also like, I'm just starved for horror. Uh, but this is, this is really, I don't know. It's nothing, nothing we can say about it. Uh, like can explain it. You just have to watch the movie, you know? Oh, Bly Manor was good. Yeah. It's not a movie, but not a movie. And it's, it's barely horror. I'd call it more like of a Gothic drama, but yeah, yeah, you're right. The lodge, but I already, I kind of already forgot that one. We've talked about the lodge. Yeah. Yeah. I think this might be, okay. I'm going to say, I think this might be the, the scariest movie of this year for me. Maybe I'd have to sit and think on that one. Yeah. I was never, I was never really scared during this movie. I just thought it was I mean, awesome. I'm never, I'm never <laughs> like, scared in horror movies, but like, like I said, the reaction is like, yeah, like it's that where it's like mm-hmm. some imagery will, will be like, Oh, I'm going to remember that. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to remember that. That's going to that stick in my mind. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Which color of space has too. When the moment, uh, a mother, mother, son, yeah. The mother the spider son. <laughs> yeah. like skitters over. I was just like, oh, that's going in the old memory bank. Yeah. That's right up there. Fucking mother boy. Yeah. <laughs> never leaving. Remember you should have left. Yes. That was a shame. That was a real shame. Um, Yeah. I don't think it's been. I guess my point is, I don't think it's been a great horror year. It's had some really good. It's got horror some good movies. ones. I, I think it's as good as any other year. Maybe, yeah. You're you're probably right. We just have to Where sit. And, like this, this just probably movies you just don't remember came out this year, and you're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we're talking about other movies now, so I think it's probably trying to time to end the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, no, I wanted to talk about this in specifics too. I, I like ranks, you know, mm-hmm. and this movie, when one of the things that dawned upon me while watching was like, I think this might be one of the best horror movies of the year. Mm-hmm. And I really, really hope it gets attention for that. And I really, I hope the, this filmmaker goes on also the actress from um lovecraft, uh, lovecraft country, country yeah who is she just showed up yeah for me i hadn't seen her I'm before like, lovecraft country and now it's like oh shit yeah. okay yeah i'm like keep oh god keep working please you're fantastic mm-hmm. uh it's just a lot of i'm very excited about this movie in terms of uh, like seeing wunmi mosaku is her name Let's say it again. Wunmi Mosaku. I'm probably mispronouncing Wunmi it. Wunmi Mosaku. I need. I need to learn. I'm bad at pronouncing, so I'm gonna learn that one. Because uh, I feel like we're gonna be saying a lot more. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna be seeing her pop up in a lot of stuff from yeah. going forward. She was in fucking Philomena. Are you kidding me? Oh, I didn't see. I never saw Philomena as young nun. Let's talk about Philomena. <laughs> no, um, let's, I think it's probably time to end right, the show. All right, all right. Folks, thanks for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Uh, if you're into horror, go watch this movie. Tell me if I'm overreacting. Uh, it's fine. Uh, what, what do we do? We plug our Patreon? Yeah, tell them about that if you want. It's uh, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Mm. Uh, go check it out. There's a tier where you can watch movies with us every Friday night, mm-hmm. such as I forget what we watched. Uh, oh, we watched The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then The Condemned. Yep. Uh, and then, and then uh, Death Race. <laughs> yeah. So peaks and valleys. Yeah. Uh, 
So I feel like we didn't sell it with those three movies, but it's fun. We have fun. Mm-hmm. We do. We sure do. Yeah. Um, we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed where you can get t-shirts, masks, uh, stickers, um, posters, all kinds of shit. Uh, check that out. Do that yeah. thing. We should sell one of those fucked up ghost masks. Yeah, let's make that mask, man. That mask is nuts. But then, well, all right. But then you die, and can you use the mask after you die? You know what? Let's guarantee that you can. We, we, we guarantee that you will be able to take the mask with you into the into the next world. Into the afterlife, yeah. yeah. That's definitely. It, or you're, you can haunt us. I am summoning you mm-hmm. all to haunt us if that isn't a guarantee. Bring, bring it on, ghosts. Yeah. Come at me, ghosts. Yeah. Fuck you, ghosts. I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. You motherfuckers. You goddamn ghosts. You fucking ghosts. That's, yeah. Fuck ghosts. I'm going to say it loud Mm -hmm. all the time when I'm alone in the dark. That's that's what I usually do. I just, I march into my house and I scream at all the ghosts that they better not try and scare me because I'm not scared of them. Exactly. Well, if you're the crazy, if you're the crazy one, if you're like, ah, mm-hmm. ah I'm the ghost, and then they'll be like, ah, I don't know if we can uh, deal we, with we this. We should guy. probably leave that guy alone. Yeah, that's a. Uh, oh, I we already plugged everything, but uh, that's my favorite thing I've always wanted to see in a movie is the ghosts that are like, I'm gonna scare you until you solve my murder, mm-hmm. and someone's just so lazy that they're like, oh. I, I'll just not do that and yeah. live with this. Yeah, I'll just live with this haunting. It's fine. Yeah. And they like show up in the mirror and they're like, yeah, hi, I see you. I'm not going to solve your murder. Yes, Sorry. Still not solving your murder. Sorry. I got yeah. thi- I got things to do. What do you want? The fuck am I? Who am I? Nancy Drew? Like, yeah, come on. Get out of here. Get, get out of here. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop it. Go, yeah, knock go it, haunt knock, a detective. Knock, knock it off. Knock it off. Yeah. Jackass. Stupid ghosts. Goddamn ghosts. <laughs>